My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today and I have an incredibly exciting guest. I'm about to introduce you to Brigetta Tomarquillo. You guys, she's an entrepreneur as she likes to call herself the soulpreneur. As she, it, you guys, we'll get into that in a second here and you'll, you'll understand why, but she is a model, former actress, host and book coach who understands the entrepreneurial spirit and leverages her big business know-how in into success in the entertainment industry. You guys, I'm going to keep my part really, really brief, and we're going to fill in those gaps in just a second here. But welcome to the show, Brigetta. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. Uh, Like I said, I kept it quite brief, but if you want to go ahead and fill in those gaps, tell us about your journey. How the heck did you get to where you are today? It is incredibly exciting, all the things you have done, um, everything under your belt. So I'll let you take the stage now and go ahead and just dive right in. Sure. No worries. Yeah. I've actually grown up in the entertainment world. I feel like I've been in it almost my whole life. Um, started at a really young age in theater and then moved into film and TV later on. I'm back in 2001, I believe. So long ago, I feel like, God, where does time go? Um, Truly. I, yeah. I worked for an A-list actor. I worked for Val Kilmer. I've worked for him for about 16, 17 years on and off. Um, I've had just, I mean, I started as an assistant and worked my way up to COO, running his company, um, publicity management, running tours across the country, art shows, books, name it. Like I've pretty much done everything. Um, and I've also been in front of the camera as well throughout my years, many film, TV, many commercials and whatnot. And it wasn't until 2007 where I was, I had a TV show that was on direct TV and then Fox overseas. And we had a publicist and they were not doing what we wanted them to do. Like just simple, get us in things, you know? And um, we had a cover of JetBlue magazine and like we were, because they had direct TV and our show was on there. So it was really exciting. And all I wanted to do, I had a dream of just going to Sundance. And if you guys aren't familiar with what Sundance is, it's the big film festival that's in Utah, Park City, Utah, every single year that if you're in the film industry, it's like your dream, you know, and it's party central. So it's like epic. <laughs> There's like tons of things to do. Lots and lots of things. And um, so I just wanted to go. I wanted to get into all the parties. And I asked her and she's like, yeah, they, they all said no. I'm like, well, that's really funny because my friend runs all of Sundance, which I didn't tell her. And huh. they run half the parties. And I asked him and my name never came through. So that's impossible. And so she just kind of was like, oh, foot in my mouth, you know, basically. Mm -hmm. And I just went and I decided that it looks stupid if you pitch yourself. Like that's a big no-no in the industry. Never pitch yourself to an event or media or anything. It just looks really bad. So what I did was I created a fake name. (laughs) This is the best. And I created a fake email. I mean, like a real email, but like a fake name with it. And I thought, well, I'll just pitch myself. Like I'll make up this name. Who's pitching me. This person is representing me and I'll just do it. And of course I got into every single party there was and all my co-stars. So I knew she was totally full of it. (laughs) At that point, 
<laughs> so at that point, it was like a joke. Like I was like, okay, well, whatever. I'll just keep doing this and get us in more parties and more red carpet events. And like, just kind of took off because my connections were endless in the entertainment world, you know, and it became like really funny. And so I never told anyone that this person that I made up, like this person's still known in Hollywood, but they've, it's like a name too, that like, could be boy, could be girl. I don't know. doesn't even matter. No one's really asked before, which is hilarious. And, um, it's still with my company quotations still. To this <laughs> day. It's really funny. So whenever I want to get in something, that name is the one that gets me in, but has been around since 2007. Right. That so- is amazing. That is when my PR company was born. And I actually met my bestie at that, one of my besties at that time. She was a big publicist for, she was working with like, I think it was Nike or Reebok, one of those at the time and was doing PR for them. And we just decided to collaborate and our PR firm was born. And we just started working with, it branched off into getting paid, which was exciting and getting different, you know, celebrities and entertainment people to work with us. And it was a blast, you know? And then I would say in the past few years, it's shifted. I really am. I want to start with integrity with my clients. So, so many people come to me and they ask, or I ask them, my big thing is if you're going to be on, what show do you want to be on? And, you know, usually it's like Ellen or GMA or Oprah, right? Those are the names that most people want to get on. And so I'm like, okay, cool. So if I got you on one of those shows tomorrow, is your business set up for it? And I would say 85% is a hard, no, they are not ready. And so I, I mean, sure, I could take your money and I could, you know, work with it and pitch you, but it really isn't going to go anywhere because you don't have your own structure and your own foundation set up. And that's the biggest thing that I like to teach people is the business foundations, which the smallest things that you think mean nothing, oh, I'll do it later. No, it means everything. It can make or break your business. And so what I started doing was, you know what? I'm just going to create coaching and help coach my clients to get there. So rather than, you know, because I want to set up everyone for success and I don't want to also be hitting walls and it's also my name. I don't want to like present someone out there who isn't ready. It just makes me look bad too. So the coaching kit was born. And what that looks like is I evaluate someone's business to the entirety. It could be, you know, from your website to your social media, to everything, your copy and your messaging and your branding have to be consistent there out. Again, like what is your, what is your funnel system? Do you have funnels? How do you collect emails? Where do you get the emails? How often do you send them out? What is your call to action? If you go on a show and that's something I talk about with clients anyway, but always have a call to action. And then from that call to action, another one, and then another one, it's always filtering into something, whatever that may be. You know, and you always, every quarter, what I recommend to tell people as well, if you don't have a launch coming out, which you should, there should be some kind of launch that you're doing each quarter. It could be a course. It could be a new freebie to get people to come in. It could be, I teach books, like how to, you know, get your book out there because that really enhances your business. It could be a book. It could be really anything, but whatever it is, pick one topic, just one. You may be someone, and this, this is hard for a lot of coaches because they or multifaceted. You know, so many coaches come in with all these brilliant ideas, especially a life coach. You cover mass array, right? But I say, dial it in, have one message per quarter. That way, if you're going on all of these podcasts or all of these magazine interviews or whatever it may be, that same message that you're putting out is consistent. Therefore, you know, throughout. So when it all comes out, you're known for this and you're launching this, whatever it may be. 
You can right. always change up. Like you're not glued to it. You have another quarter, ne- you know, the next quarter, it's the next right. top. But really narrow it down and pick one thing. So how, tell us a little bit of how you get your clients to go ahead and really dial in and figure out what the best topic would be. What would be the best, like, tell us a little bit about that, that one thing that they choose, because I feel like a lot of clients might struggle with really narrowing it down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I'll take this one client. Um, she was kind of all over the place. She does many things. She's, she's, I mean, I would say many people are multifaceted, multi-talented, and that's amazing. And so she did chanting. She did shamanic. She also is a life coach. She's, um, gosh, she's got relationship programs. I mean, it was kind of like everywhere. So what we were trying to dial in was certain part of her business is going to be for the woo-woo, you know, like the, the more spiritual body, mind, spirit crowd. And then the other part is going to hit mainstream TV, right? So what I was trying to kind of dial in first is let's hit up the body, mind, spirit world first, because that also creates like tears, you know? So with mainstream media, you can't, it's hard to get into it unless you've already got, it's a catch 22, unless you've already got some things. So with that being said, if you start in the the body, mind, spirit world, get a bunch of those because they're very more opening. Like they're what they allow almost anything and not everything. But right. You know, they don't, more, they're not loving. as crystal clear as to yeah. who they want to work with. It's more loving. They're more, right. We can kind of go different places with it. So we start there to create that first tier of media, you know, and kind of get clear on what you're going to talk about. And then we kind of move up with her though. We did, we decided to launch a program and her program had to do with her. She gets downloads and do this. It was, it's so cool. And it's so interesting. And she does these like chants and stuff with it. So that's what we went with. And cause it was so different because there's so much in saturation. I feel like everyone does Reiki. Everyone does some kind of healing. Like, so when you're right. in the mind, body, spirit world, what is it that you do that not everyone else does? Cause we all have right. something that's slightly different, or maybe you do it and then it's got an angle on it, or maybe you do it and you decide maybe if you're Reiki, let's just put it out there. Cause that's broad. What if you decided to only work with kids for one quarter? How cool is that? Because you never hear that. And kids love it too. They feel energy. So then if we just dial it in specifically for kids and you get known as the one who teaches to kids for the first quarter, the next quarter, we can change it to adults or teens or, you know, um, older, you know, like, um, like our grandparent types, you know what I mean? Like, right, right. Or, yeah, or even ones that have, maybe it goes into a sickness, anyone that has cancer, maybe it's specific for that. Whatever it is, get super specific on what it is. And also your mission should be not, if it's more like I need to make money, you can feel that energy from someone. So make sure that when you're doing something, it's run with passion. Like you are moving forward because you really want to help people in some way not like the neediness. Cause then you sound like a salesperson and you could, people can feel that it sounds salesy. So really whatever Absolutely. you do, yeah. Have it be with heart, with passion. And so if you're not so aligned with one thing, then choose the other. So anyway, long story short, we did that. We dialed in with what um, we chose for her. And then the next season, what was coming up was just so much. Like when I say mass media, that's like the generic media world. And we wound up getting her on Good Morning America, GMA, which was so fun as a life coach. So it was more broad, but again, we had all these other things under our, you know, under our first tier. So then we moved up, we were moving up like so fast. I mean, once you get going, it's really the four to six month mark in PR where things just start moving like crazy. It's the sweet spot for whatever reason. 
And yeah, so we went to GMA and it was her being a life coach and it was something totally off wall because she doesn't even have kids, but it was specific for teaching parents, um, something with it with, oh, that's what it was. It was a prenatal contracts. So having like a contract with your partner on who was going to be up at night <laughs> with the baby before the baby was, so it was like a, whatever it was called. It was so funny prenup. So it was like a prenup for baby. And so it was hilarious because she doesn't even have kids, but she's a life coach. So she came in and talked about that and she was on it, not just once, twice, three times, which was amazing. They just kept bringing it back. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause once you're in, it's like, they call for this, they call for that. And so we just went with more mainstream life coach because we cannot bring up any of those other things. And so once we started doing that, she actually wound up cutting those other things out of her business. And we focused more along the lines of life coach and for relationships. And that's still what she does to this day. So that was really cool. Just because not everyone knows, you know, and, and I'd say the biggest thing that I tell people is what is your passion? And if you don't have a business yet and you're not sure where you're at, your passion can turn to profit. That's really what's the best thing. 100%. Yeah. It's so crazy. And I, I love that, you know, you really got them to narrow it down, get crystal clear as to, okay, what are we doing for this quarter? What are we doing for next quarter? And really dial into it because, you know, so many times uh, entrepreneurs, business owners, whatever it might be, they're focused on a million different things and nothing's growing the business. Nothing's getting them where they want to go. Right. So right. it's so crucial to really just get crystal clear, even just for the quarter. And then like, and then like also another thing, like with offers, I feel that so many business owners, they have a million different offers and like, you know, low ticket, high ticket, like all these different offers, all these different things going on. And it's just not moving the needle. So getting crystal clear on who you want to work with, what your, what your passion is, and then going all in to make a profit, but yeah. you're coming from a good place. You know, you're not chasing the money. It's, you're attracting it because you're actually, you're helping people and you want to help people, but it makes all the difference really. But Absolutely. I think I cut you off there. So if there was any last bits and pieces, um, feel free to. Yeah. Yeah. And then book coaching is my other passion too. I always feel like if there's, you know, if you have a platform that's set up already, it's wonderful. If you feel okay with it to launch a book that goes with it, that book can become the course or the course can become the book vice versa. I would actually put the book first because if you're going with a traditional or a hybrid publisher, they're going to want the book first to know that people are going to buy your book and then put your course out because that'll help sell the book. They don't like the opposite really because they think, oh, well, you've already got everyone into your course. Why would they buy your book? So right, right. always preach the book first. And I love it. It's something that I actually teach courses on all the time. Um, how to write your book proposal in 60 days and pitch to a publisher literally at the end of 60 days. That's what's so super exciting. It's one of the programs and a freebie class that I do. I do it every quarter to bring people in. It's a full hour. And I literally teach them all the tricks of the trade of an also introduce the three types of publishing, what they are, what the differences are, what makes sense for you and why that way you have that idea in your head when you do write it. And then the step, the magical steps, I call it to your book proposal blueprint or skeleton, either or I like, I hate the word blueprint. I feel like everyone uses that word. <laughs> they do, but no, 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 no. It, it's so common, but like, it's a good word to use. It really yeah. is. Like it works well. It really, it, but, does. it really does. But yeah. Um, do you mind actually diving in a little bit deeper as to like the book coaching and, you know, how you go about delivering those services and stuff like that? I think this would be a great time just to, to cover that as well. 
Absolutely. Book coaching is so fun. So there's different facets to it. Let's say someone comes in with an idea and they know they have this idea, but they're not sure just where to go with it or how to start. And what I like to say is never, not never, but it's, you do not have to write your book in order to pitch it to a publisher. And when I say publisher, there's, there's traditional, there's hybrid, and then there's self-publishing. So the hybrid in um, any forms of a publisher, you're going to need a book proposal too. So you do not need your book, the whole manuscript. Don't freak out. Don't, it sounds so overwhelming when you're like, I got to write a book. Oh my gosh. How do I do it? Where do I start? And it's not find a book coach, come to one of my classes. If you want, I teach free ones all the time, but find a book coach. That's the easiest way because we help take out the overwhelm and break it down. And so creating this book proposal, basically it steps. It's really within 60 days. You have this awesome or less, it's really less, but 60 days tops depends how fat, how slow you go. But what it does is I meet weekly, whether it's group coaching or one-on-ones for an hour, I give everyone homework. And depending how fast you move in between our sessions, that's how fast the book proposal will get done. Some people move slower and that's okay. If you write me in a few days and on Voxer or email and you're like, Hey, I finished it. Cool. Here's more to do. You know, and we get as much done as we can until the next time we meet, we whip through it. Once you have that proposal, then I set you up with some meetings and you get to meet with publishers and then decide, and I'll be there in all the meetings to help you decide which is the best route to go or the best deal that might come through, which is super exciting. And if That's you want to I totally. love that you're there to help them figure out, okay, which is the best to go with, because, you know, if you're new to it, that can be stressful. <laughs> you yeah. know, I love that you're there for them during that. Thank you. Thank you. And then those that want to self-publish. You still need a lot of those. You don't need a book proposal. However, a lot of the things in the proposal you do need in order to plan your launch. So, you know, having your your bio, having the, you know, you still want to do some research on comparative titles because you want to know where yours is going to meet and how to pick the right genre so that you can become bestseller, which there's lots of tricks, by the way, to become bestseller on Amazon and, um, and to learn those, you know, so, or Someone might come to me, let's say with, I've written my whole, and this happens a few times. I've written my whole manuscript and I don't know what to do next. I want to get into a publisher. Well, if you want to get into a publisher, you still have to have the book proposal. We'll move faster because you have a lot, but depending, and that's another thing I like to say is if you go with a traditional publisher, they're going to change it. They have final say in those things anyway. So don't worry about rushing to get it done because it's going to, possibly change a little bit. They're going to tweak it. If you go up the hybrid, not so much, but then, um, so that's really fun. But then if someone comes and they're like, I'm just going to self-publish, we write the outline. Like we'll go through and create the outline and get it to where literally before you know it, your sections are almost done. Then once the outline is done, we break it down in the chapters and it's like, you just move so fast through it that before you know it, your book can really be done. Whether it's a novel, whether it's self-help, fiction, nonfiction, cookbook, whatever. I've done them all <laughs> and published many books and it's, it's super exciting and fun to go through. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Now, do you want to connect us with, for the listeners who are on the fence about writing a book, publishing a book, how well it works within the business? I mean, how does it tie into the business best? Let you elaborate on that. Cause I know you have all the answers behind that. <laughs> sure. It really amplifies you so much. You know, so if you're going to have a book, like, let's say, you know, you have a course coming out that you feel really excited about. Well, what if you wrote a book or maybe some people write workbooks for your courses anyway? So you already have this workbook. Why not publish it? Put it out there first, because what it does is it really just 
it's funny. It's like, have you ever noticed when someone says, oh, I'm a bestseller? You kind of like, wow, gosh, it's almost like you, you, I don't know about you, but I look up to them like, wow, that's amazing. That's a lot. Like they just, they're almost like one tier up, like, especially in media, media looks like it, like they're, they're amplified. The whole business is already on the next level. They're the ones that want to interview you because you've written a book. It's like you, it's that professional uh, one up that you get to have that really just helps so much. So I always recommend doing that and then having a course come out, right? Like not too long after, especially if you want to be a speaker, that's huge eventually, which is really funny because actually one of my clients never wanted to be a speaker. This is actually a good example. She came to me, actually, I met her maybe five, six years ago, and she was at a rock bottom point in her life. And I actually said to her, you're going to write a book about this one day, just watch. But I, I also felt like it was a children's book. Scratch two, this is what's funny. Scratch two a year and a half ago, she came back to me and said, I'm ready. I have a book. I'm like, oh, really? She's like, yep. Wrote it all. Here we go. It's how I got out of my hole, basically. And these are tools for other people. I'm like, okay. So I read it. I'm like, this is amazing. This is so amazing. Again, she wanted to publish. So we needed to get to a book proposal. She had no platform, does not coach, no website, no social media, never been on social, absolutely nothing. And I got her signed, by the way. And how I how I like thought of, okay, I'm going to, my mission was to do it. And how I did it is we built her the platform. I literally built it. But also my reach is your reach. So whoever I have, because I'm representing you, is now in your boat. So how I wrote the proposal basically said that. And because it's true, like what I, I'm going to put her out there in all these places. This is everything that I've done. So she's my client. I'll do the same. And that's how we did it. I also got a really good friend of mine, celebrity um, friend to write the forward for her book. So that also pushed it up one more. And she agreed to it before we went to a publisher. So that was exciting and had a few um, endorsements on there. And it was great. It was really great. So scratch to where we are now. Her website is awesome. She has a course coming out. Her book is out, by the way, with Simon and Schuster. Um, It's on Amazon. It's in all the stores too. It's a physical book. She's got a course coming out with it. And now she is speaking on panels. She's on two summits this month. I mean, she like never, her whole thing was like, no. And here she is all over. And we got, we just got her on social, which is funny because that was the last thing to follow. But I mean, she's everywhere speaking. She's speaking at cancer centers. And I mean, it's, it's been great. She's definitely just blossomed into you. And now she's a full-on coach. She's got a program coming out on her. It's just, it's so cool. It's so cool to watch. You just don't know. It's incredible. And it's so fun to, you know, and with her, I knew we had to work smaller in baby steps because we want to just accomplish this first. Then we'll get to hear it. Then we'll get to hear in my head. I was like, I totally see this being a course, but I can't, I can't say it. And so Let's get to this part. And then we'll get to this one. And it's cool. Cause like, now that we're there, she's like, I can't even believe, I can't even believe I'm here. And this is all happening. Right. Cause so, she walked in for one reason and look at all the things that came along with it. Incredible. Like just like magic. I love that. It's so fun. And that's what I want to say to everyone else is you may not realize your capability now, but once you start being in the flow, just, you could blossom into, you know, look at the people you look up to and admire, you admire them for a reason. And it could be because maybe in the back of your head, which it could be subconscious that you don't realize you wish you were doing that too. Most of the time it is. When we look at someone we admire, it's like, wow, I admire them maybe because of the clothing or the way their hair is or whatever, but it could be deeper than that of, wow, they're an amazing author. Wow. They're an amazing speaker, you know? And it's funny because the people that I've always admired, 
Like I actually like used to hate speaking to rooms. It's so funny when you, when I'm on camera and I've been on camera my whole life, when I'm on camera, like I have no problem radio, but on it forever. Don't care. I'm like hiding behind. I feel like, but if you put me on stage without a script, I like, huh? What? <laughs> you like blackout? No. <laughs> no. And like, I've actually worked on that. So I'm okay now, but it's taken years to like get over that. It's, pretty funny. It's so interesting how that is, but everyone's got something right. But right. I would admire all the Ted talkers. Like that, I admire them. And why? Cause it's the one thing I felt like I couldn't do that. I finally got over and I'm going to do a Ted talk. So this is, it's just exciting. And so I'm excited all, for you. Thank you. So like all of us look deeper into maybe whatever, why that is. And if you tell, I can't do that. I'm not, we all make excuses too. Like I'm not good enough. I don't have enough um, followers. I don't have an email list. Well, it's all, can I cuss on the show? It's all absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> bullshit. This is all. Yeah, yeah bullshit. it is bullshit. These are complete things that we tell ourselves that it's just telling stories, these beliefs that we have in our brains that come somewhere when we were younger, because someone else told us we couldn't do it. Or maybe we mm-hmm. were told, we heard certain things growing up and it's all bullshit. It's fake stories. So you can do anything. You can put your mind to anything and whoever you admire Look deeper into why, because it's probably something you would love to do one day. Just saying. hundred percent. I love the way you put it there, uh, Bridgetta. This is incredible. I mean, I wanted to ask you, but I know this episode's quite short, but um, every episode of mine, <laughs> however, I wanted to see, because you did, I mean, all your life, you've been working on radio shows and, you know, all that kind of stuff. You have worked with celebrities, you have friends that are celebrities. Now with these hyper successful people and yourself, what are some common traits that you see, whether it's a morning routine, whether it's, what are some common traits that all these hyper successful people have in order to be where they are today, including yourself? Drive. Number mm-hmm. one drive. We, we want it and we go for it. We don't sit on our butts for it. And I, I hate to like, but it's true. I mean, of course, you're going to always question yourself somewhere, but it's like, if I want something, I will stop at nothing to get it. I've always been like, and I hate saying this now because you have to be careful how you say it. No means yes. In some ways <laughs> in business, <laughs> you know, and no means no now, but maybe it'll be yes later kind of thing or go um, ahead and when, elaborate. <laughs> when it, yeah. Let me, let me get clearer on that. Cause okay. that especially with nowadays, it could be. So like, if someone tells me, no, like I can't get into this event or we're not going to do your article or whatever, then I'm like, yes, you are. I'll find another way in. So like, I will dart around and I will find another way in. And if I have to like, whether it's schmoozing or whether, and I'll, I'm totally honest. It's what I, or if it's someone going above them or running into them at an event purposely <laughs> or, you know, I love it. Ending, I mean, sending gifts, which I can't really do anymore, but just finding different ways, you know, maybe I will find them on social and talk to, you know, there's always a ways to approach someone. So like, let's say I want to get into, I don't know, some, a publication and they're like, no, well, I'm going to keep showing up (laughs) because no to me just means not right now. It means it will be a yes. I just have to find the right angle to make it a yes. So whether it's twisting the story, so maybe it's like, oh, I'm going in for to help a client who's launching this program. And they're like, yeah, we don't, we don't need a client for that. Okay. Well, what if it's because, um, this month is anti-bullying a month and she really helps people with confidence. That could be another angle. Or what if it's, um, around Christmas time and she is speaking to kids that have been bullied or something like just, just different things that I'm thinking about, you know, if, if it has to do with that and they're like, no, not that. Okay. Well, what if it's 
Or then what I could also do is go on LinkedIn, go on Facebook, friend them, say hi, check in here and there, kind of warm them up. So they're like a warmer lead. And then be like, Hey, by the way, I have this really amazing client. These are the different angles that I was thinking of. I'm open to anything else that you may have, but I just really feel she's great for your audience because this, this, and this, and maybe also refer back, like you've covered this topic in the past and it was so successful or it had this many hits or this many readers or whatever it is, right? This person is similar yet different. And I feel she's so aligned. Would you please consider that? Or what could I do? What, what would it take for you to consider her and ask? And usually it turns into a yes. Love it. You never take no for an answer. You guys. I don't. I mean, I know that's like, you know, but it's good. It's good because, you know, so many people get shut down, get shut down once and they give up. Yeah. You know, I want to be clear. This is not in relationships. This is just in right. business. <laughs> I want to be very clear. <laughs> oh, no, no, when it comes to relationship stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I love your drive though. You do not give up and that's incredible. And you need that as a successful entrepreneur and hence where you are today. Like you have that drive and you. you know, that courage. So Bridgetta, I want to give you the, the next couple minutes here to go ahead and um, talk about anything going on within the business coaching, book coaching, that kind of thing. Uh, even the online courses, any workshops, give you the next uh, five minutes here to cover that. And then uh, the best way to go ahead and reach out to you, if there's anyone in the audience looking to connect, which I'm sure there will be. So go ahead and uh, take the time just to cover anything that we might've missed. Sure. You guys can find me at Brigetta.com, which is B-R-I-D-G-E-T-T-A. I always like to think of it as I'm the bridge between, and then two T's and an A. And I haven't decided what the T-T-A is part yet, but you guys- we can have some fun with that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm the bridge between people getting into media or people getting published or, you know, it's like that go between it's, it feels kind of cool. And it's in my name. Um, yes, on my, yeah, thank you. On my website, I do offer uh, group coaching quarterly. So at beginning of each quarter, so I, we're starting in July. So we'll probably start again, September, October-ish, um, depending when this episode airs. So yeah, you guys can always go to my website. Everything's pretty updated on there. I do also offer free uh, discovery calls. So if you're not sure where you're at, find me on there and I will totally evaluate where you are and if you are ready for PR. If not, I do have business coaching. The book coaching, I do work one-on-one. That isn't just quarterly, that that does just happen, but I do cap it at a certain amount of people. So if you're interested in that, you can definitely go on the website. I've got some cool freebies on there too. You guys can check out the three different ways um, to publish your book, what they are. It breaks it down so that you can really dive into what makes more sense for you and have that in the back of your head. And then what you need in order to publish. That's also on there, which is exciting. Um, What else? Yeah, I feel like that's covered a lot. And also feel free if you ever have any questions. I have a Facebook group as well that you guys can find. It's called Get Paid to Write Your Book. You can always request to be in there and ask away any questions you want. I do go live in there once a month too. Bridgetta, thank you so much for taking the time of your day today to come on here and not only fill me with all kinds of value, but my entire audience. I truly appreciate it. I had a lot of fun with you and you guys never take no for an answer in business. Relationships. (laughs) Relationships, maybe, maybe take no for no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
This has been incredible. Thank you so much, Bridgetta. And you guys go check her out. Uh, she's got a lot going on and she can help you out with so many different angles within your business and, and your books and everything like that. So thank you so much, Bridgetta. And you guys, if you are enjoying the episodes, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on just like Bridgetta did today, please go to top100interview.com. I'd love to have you on as well. Ciao. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com. And then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.